Welcome to this week's edition of Leading with Confidence. My name is Confidence Sileme and I'm your host. This program is proudly powered by the William Sileme Foundation and the Foundation's mission is enabling education in Africa. This week I'd like us to continue on the topic titled Evaluating Our Self-Esteem. And the first point for this week says Comparison and Competition. Another sign that you may be suffering from low self-esteem is if you find yourself constantly comparing yourself with others and competing with them. You may feel the urge to continually check what so-and-so person is busy with. Perhaps you are constantly checking or stalking those social media pages to see what they are up to in an effort to measure and compare yourself with them. Those who engage in constant competition do so mostly with the aim of getting one up on those they are in competition with. By its very nature and definition, there is always a winner and a loser in situations of competition and nobody likes losing. Where you have low self-esteem, you may find yourself competing and hoping that where you are in life and what you've achieved is greater than what the other person that you're competing with has done. When that is the case, your self-esteem gets a boost and you feel a little better about yourself. If it happens that they are doing better than you according to your measurement and standards, then your self-esteem takes a dip and you feel bad about yourself. It's a vicious circle of ups and downs and it's a very emotionally unhealthy way to live. Notice that the concept of self-esteem has the word self in it, which means that competition with others should have very little to do with it. This comparison and competition mindset is a sure recipe for sadness and low self-esteem because even if you accrue massive success, you'll never be happy with it because you'll encounter someone who has done more or achieved a greater degree of success than you. When you live life in competition mode, you'll forever be chasing a carrot that you cannot catch. Instead of comparing yourself with others and measuring your success against what they have done, Rather measure yourself against your potential and what God has gifted you to do. Ask yourself whether you are living up to the calling upon your life and whether you are doing all that you can do to become the best version of yourself. We don't have the same level of gifting and so we cannot be measured in the same way. Our real competition is our own potential. Competing with others can be a motivator in the short term and may inspire you to push yourself a little harder. But if you want authentic, fulfilling, purpose-driven success in life, you need to measure yourself against what you are innately gifted to do and what your true potential is, not who you beat and who you are doing better than or worse than. A cheetah can outrun a house cat using less than 30% of its running ability. So is the cheetah successful merely because it outran a house cat? Conversely, A house cat can outrun a turtle using less than 30% of its running ability. Each of these creatures are gifted differently for different purposes. Measure yourself against your potential, not against others. Our next point is about selfishness and self-centeredness. We mentioned in one of the earlier episodes that selfishness and self-centeredness are amongst the signs of low self-esteem. And I'd like to expound on that statement. We know that it's physically impossible for the world to revolve around us. But if we allow our hairs to become too big, we may start believing that it's possible. 
In my book, There's a Leader in the Mirror, I mentioned that in developing the leader within, we must start in the mirror, but we must not get stuck in the mirror. This doesn't just apply to leadership development. It applies to developing a positive self-esteem as well. Getting stuck in the mirror means giving little or no thought to the needs or wants of others. It means that according to you, your needs, wants and aspirations are the only ones that matter and that you do not give heed to helping others reach their goals and dreams. You put yourself at the center and essentially, everybody in this imaginary world of yours exists to serve you. Some also refer to this as having an overinflated ego. The thing about overinflated things is that they are full of nothing but air and they can burst at any time. When you have a positive self-esteem, you feel so good about yourself that it becomes easy to help others feel good about themselves. A positive self-esteem gives you the desire to help others excel in their endeavors. A negative or low self-esteem on the other hand demands that all the attention be on you all the time because you need that attention in order to boost or inflate your ego. Well, we've come to the end of this week's episode of Leading with Confidence. Thank you so much for tuning in. Cheers.